I cannot blame Americans. I cannot, you know what I mean, like if you live in uh, like Tennessee and or if you live in Nebraska, I mean, why would you follow up news from Bethlehem or, you know what I mean? Like I traveled to the United States, I met lots of Americans and um, they simply don't know. It's not like what CNN will tell you or Fox News will tell you, you take it as a Bible. And then, of course, you will have misunderstanding, misjudgment, you, will not, you, know, you would not know anything, and then and you will stand for Israel, which is normal, okay? So, uh, but what happened that when people come and see, at least they would not stand, they would not take the same position that they were taking. I'm not, say, I'm not saying that they should become anti-Israel or against Israel. No, I don't mind if they want to keep supporting Israel, but mm -hmm. at least to be sure that they're not supporting illegal settlements and bypass roads and the home demolishing and, you know, killing innocents and so on and so on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's more of uh, control and knowledge. So, so that's why I think, uh, and, and you know that uh, America is the top of the world and they are like, controlling everything. So like if, if, if uh, if Mr. Trump wants to to finish this issue, he could do it the next day. But I'm going to say bomb, but also fix it, make it worse, either yeah, yeah, of those yeah. things. Hello. That was Wissam Salsa, the owner and manager of Banksy's The Waldorf Hotel in Bethlehem in the West Bank. Let's hear more. How would you, like, summarize the... The ethos, or like the, the the message, or what is meant to be communicated by this hotel? This hotel, I see it as an institution to illuminate the issue of the wall, which is a very ugly object that was built by the Israeli occupation. You know, with claims that it's for security, that I never believe, that I will never believe, and no one can ever convince me that it has anything to do with security, but the opposite is uh, contributing and increasing the hatred and uh, the violence on both sides. Fighting the wall yeah. is implementing the United Nations resolutions and understanding. So this hotel, like for me, I see it as contribution to to have stronger voices against the wall and against the occupation, of course, and as I told you, the result should be, I mean, in the end, this should lead us to, or contribute something to peace. Most of the people that come to Bethlehem, as you know, we have pilgrims that come to Bethlehem to visit the Church of the Nativity, uh, they don't even see the wall, hmm. or when they see the wall, they don't realize the effects of the wall on the life of people. So I'm hoping that or through this hotel, we are making this like the wall as kind of a stop. Uh, what, what, what is the clientele here, mostly? Yeah, I mean, people who are two types of people, actually. People <laughs> who are fans of Banksy mm. and the people who want to learn more about the situation. So mm. those are kind of type of clients that come and stay here. But of course we have lots of clients that just come and like walk in to visit mm. our museum and gallery and the piano bar. Ah, yeah, yeah. So those are everybody. And some of them actually, they don't expect this educational opportunity oh, that really? they, they find mm. inside here. Like they just expect just art? Art, yeah. Uh, not the museum? Yeah, or? the museum or gallery. Is it mostly Westerners or is it 
Do we have lots of, I mean, we have lots of Westerns. Yeah. Palestinians as well. And we have lots of Israelis that come and stay at the hotel. And, really? That's you know, a, so Israelis are allowed to come here? Israelis are, I mean, we are in Area C. We are? Oh, Which I is know under that. Israeli control. Because we're not in A yet. Because that's yeah, not in the city. Yeah. So okay. this is Area C. Uh, so theoretically, hmm. Israelis can come here. But practically, it's difficult for them because the checkpoint right. does not allow this. I mean, that checkpoint does not allow Israelis to come here. So when the Israelis come, they most of the time they come through the bypass roads uh, and yeah. uh, come through the city of Bethlehem. So they're they're like driving through the area A is yeah. illegal. As soon as they arrive here, they are legal and no one can talk to them. Wow, that's very Israeli. How that seems very complicated. Can you tell me the components of this hotel? There's yeah, the, the museum, museum, art gallery, the piano bar, which is mainly artwork by Banksy, and we have nine, mm-hmm. nine rooms, nine guest rooms. Oh, there's oh, no, only nine. Oh, yeah, only nine. Yeah, it's a small oh, cool. Museum. The setup of the hotel is not a Palestinian traditional hotel, or it's a British colonial style, and it meant to be like the iron. The irony of what's inside. And outside is meant to be, uh, for example, when you go up to the presidential suite and uh, you see that huge bathtub that could have five adults in it or six adults in it, okay, um, exists here where we have a shortage of water all the time. And of course, next to it, there is the, the water tank that is shut with bullets and like makes the fountain. Um, I mean, it put our clients under kind of a challenge if you really would dare to, I mean, to use this laptop, like, and realizing the water problem that we have in Bethlehem. Like, no one in Bethlehem would ever use this much water for a bath, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but it's, it's also fancy inside, but when you look outside, there's this disgusting view, you know, when you see the wall, the, the towers, you see, like from the side, you see like a refugee camp, the other side, you see an Israeli illegal settlement with nice uh, infrastructure and so on. So the whole thing is very provocative and it's very ironic. We Palestinians are losing uh, more rights and less achievements every day. We are becoming a nation with no clear vision. There are more escalation from the Israeli side, like more pressure. We are, were put under more pressure. I don't know. I just feel that we're lost. I think on the long term, what we have here, it will contribute peace. And when we talk about peace, we talk about peace for everyone. It's not our peace as Palestinians, it will be a peace for Palestinians and Israelis. I think what's what's happening is, and even we live very close to each other, there is a big gap. There's no clear communication. What do you Palestinians around here think about the... Just say, like before you came, like this guy was I was sitting with, he was, uh, he was he's one of our... Uh, Legislative Council member, he's like a parliament. Ah, in Bethlehem. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's from Jerusalem, actually. Ah, okay. Uh, most of the people that come here, they think that this is one of the more, like, the greatest project, like, that ever happened in the history of Palestine. People feel very attached to it. And, like, our ministers, our leaders, our 
ordinary people, you know, the workers that work here before we started. I mean, they think this is incredible. Of course, you, you find some voices that will say that we are like decorating the wall, like make the wall looks nice. You know, this. Uh, I mean, the point is not really to make art. The point is to, to protest such things uh, through art. I mean, it could be said that this hotel is creating art, not protesting. How do you, you know, when people say things like that? Yeah, I mean, people said all kinds of things yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, we are here not to make the wall look nicer, uh, because the wall is ugly and it will remain ugly for until it, it disappears, it dismantles. But we are here to make people stop and see it and think about it and, you know, read about it and read about other issues as well. Just to clarify, I myself really like this place. Just to, I don't know, I don't know if I've yeah, made my, my yeah, agenda. Yeah. I mean, even, yeah. you know what, like, even the Israelis, I mean, when the Israelis come here, um, it's interesting, the rea- like, I'm, like, I'm always very curious to hear re- the reaction. Yeah. And uh, most of the time I read what they write. Ah. Some of them read, re- like, leave a note or something, or mm-hmm. and sometimes I talk to them. Like, even mm-hmm. Israelis think that this is amazing because, mm-hmm. you know, at the museum, and the whole building, the whole project, has nothing to do against Israel. We avoided any kind of incitement inside the project. I mean, this is about against the occupation, it's against the, it's against the wall, but you know, Israelis are welcome. I mean, civilians are welcome. Because. So, they, you know, like, what we tell here is how we live, you know, just we are telling the story in a very organized, artistic way. This hmm. is it. What would happen if an Israeli soldier wanted to come? wanted to come. They can come by because they're soldiers. I mean, no one can prevent them. Good point. They can do yeah, whatever they, they can want. Come, right? yeah, they can. But of course, they're not yeah. welcome. <laughs> like, from our side, they're not welcome. Okay. Um, I wonder if you could respond to a few criticisms. So these are just things that I've heard about in the world. Mm. Um, that it is irresponsible for a non-Palestinian to have made the hotel. Thanks, Steve. Ah, well, uh, uh, Banksy has a very strong connection to Palestine. I mean, uh, been active in Palestine since 2005. He feels for, for Palestine. He communicates with Palestinians and did lots of researches. Uh, so it was not his dream. I mean, it was not a dream that he had to, to start this like this hotel and this project was a result of discussion, visits, observation, Gaza trip. Every single thing was done with, with knowledge and study and discussion and opinions. It was not just him taking all of the decisions. And I mean, like, he read books, he, we talked. Um, I guess, how would I say, how long have you been in touch with Banksy? Is, is this like a creative vision to... Well, actually, like we don't talk about these things. Okay, cool. It's a part of the mystery that. All right. Yeah. How uh, how do you how would you respond to um, uh, charges of like normalization, like that it's not anti-Zionist enough, or that it's not anti-Israel enough, like the museum having the. Well, uh, this is. I mean, um, I mean, I believe in uh, you know I believe in two-state solutions. Oh, really. And I believe, or even one state solutions. So I'm not like anti-Jews or I'm not anti-Israelis, you know what I mean? 
I believe that we one day we should live together in this own solution. So um, I cannot be anti-Israelism, no way. I kind of, but anti-Zionism, definitely. I mean, occupation Zionism is all related, so it's anti-Zionism, of course. So you would say that it's, well, I don't know. Like I, I know, in the museum, there was um, like a Palestinian flag and an Israeli flag. Like, so what? Oh, so that's okay. Yeah, but there it's a meaning. Like we are showing what kind of uh, signs that are used in demonstrations around the world, and this is one of the signs. I mean, so what? Like, what's the problem of having? You know, I mean, like. I guess people who would say like it's not equal, like they have too much power, they shouldn't be represented, or. I mean, anti-occupation, anti-war. Yes, definitely. Yes, we want to live in freedom. The occupation is evil. Okay, no one can discuss that. And they know it, like Israel know it. Mm. They know that occupation is an evil. Mm. But of course, I'm not against, like, I cannot be against the nation. Because mm. this is, I mean, I cannot be against, you know what I mean? Like, it's politics. Like, in the end, as I told you, like, our future, and this is our, not my vision, but it's like what even the Palestinian leadership, what, this is what PLO believe in, that, mm. that we believe in two-state solutions, that Israel and Palestine should exist and live together. Like, what you see is what I believe in. In the museum, yeah. Yeah. How would you respond to ideas of, um, like, a, the Waldorf Hotel not not being sensitive to the surrounding space? That the Waldorf Hotel doesn't show enough cultural sensitivity to a yeah. monolithic, conservative, traditionalist Palestinian culture, which doesn't exist. Maybe that's not... there. There, There's no one Palestinian culture. Of course there's no one Palestinian yeah. culture. Okay, so of there's... no one, like, in... Yeah. in uh, there is no one Palestinian culture. Like, uh, you cannot just focus on one side of the culture. Like, for example, uh, wineries were uh, sold in Bethlehem. I mean, official, like a business winery was, was sold in Bethlehem in the 19th century. Okay, we, we sell wine, not make wine. Okay, but we, we, we made wine, you know, through, like, since hundreds or thousands of years, like this is a part of our culture. So we drink, we, we make beer, we make arak, you know what I mean? So there are some people that they don't. My grandmother, for example, okay, she used to wear a headscarf. My other grandmother, she never wore a headscarf, you know what I mean? So Palestinians don't really have to look like Saudi Arabians or a certain yeah. nation. When you talk about Palestinian culture, my dear, like 100% of the team that runs this hotel are Palestinians, and we are the culture of Palestine, okay? The waiters, the, the doorman, the, the girls that work at the gift shop or the, uh, the book shop or the, the museum or the gallery or the receptionist, are the Palestinians, okay? We are, we are the culture of Palestine. So I don't think, I mean, when you see, I mean, uh, the pictures that you see in our museum, those are... Uh, we, we try to show like international solidarity uh, campaigns that supported Palestine and this happened in different parts of the world and each part of the world they, they have their own culture. But besides that Palestine is not really the image that is given in the media all the time. I mean in Palestine we have all kind of uh, people that with their own their own culture and you know like Palestine is not Afghanistan, it's not Saudi Arabia. We have a mixture of cultures, you know, like you go to Ramallah and some places in Ramallah, in Bethlehem, you think that you are, I mean, the style, the, the lifestyle is, you think that you are in Europe or in the States, but you go to different places and you see something different, and uh, people are free to live in the way that they want to. So I think it's stupid to talk about uh, 
the, the culture is with humans, not with pictures. And um, it's a Palestinian hotel, and we have a point. Like, this is a very artistic hotel, and we have a point behind it. Who do you think should stay here? Like, who who would the hotels, like, museum and educational... Targeting? Yeah, who, who would it best serve? Who really should be coming here? Well, Americans, definitely. Well, I'll tell, I'll tell <laughs> But people. also, like, everyone. I mean... Of course, we love for locals to come, and locals come a lot, but um, it's our target group, definitely, is the, the Westerns, people, for me, also the Israelis. I love for more Israelis to come. I invite all of the Israelis to come. You know, because in the end, we want, I mean, the point of this place is to, to break ice, to break stereotypes. I think it's uh, it's an institution, it's a place where, which is something unique, actually, in Palestine, where we managed to drag to kind of make Israelis come and visit. You know what I mean? Like Israelis will never come and visit any institution in Palestine, but this one. I think it's important. I think uh, when they come here, uh, you know, as, as, as civilians, of course, not as settlers or, or, yeah. or soldiers, I think it's important for them to see because Israelis don't know what's, what their government is doing on us. You know what I mean? Like when you live on the other side of the world, you don't see anything. I was in Tel Aviv the uh, day before yesterday. You know, it's nice, uh, happy people sitting on the beach, you know, restaurants were full, while Jerusalem was burning. Okay, Bethlehem was burning. Okay, and this is not fair. And I am sure, I'm very sure, that yani, if those people know what's happening, their attitudes will change. Too, it seems really unfortunate that like, Americans and Israelis, two groups of people who would have a hard time coming here, maybe because Americans were so mm. far, but yes, we should come here. And then Israelis, just because like mentally, maybe they feel so far yeah. because there's all the checkpoints. That's because yeah. I mean, I don't know, in my head, maybe, maybe just because I'm American, I think it might be easier for Europeans to come. They're closer, they're more yeah, aggressive. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think Europeans, and in general, not uh, I can generalizing, but they, uh, they are, uh, Europeans are more informed and they yeah. have. Um, like the media, you know, they, the media, they, they cannot make as much as, like, lies as much as the American media would do in the United States. How long uh, do you intend for uh, the Waldorf Hotel to remain here? And at what point will it no longer be needed or no longer be useful? Or will it always be? In- it's, uh, the plan is to keep the hotel for a year. Now, I don't know exactly what banks will decide. Even if it is, it is, uh, it is Palestinian-owned, but uh, we were... I mean, here we have Banksy's art, and also we represent Banksy. I think we have to make a kind of uh, assessment soon to, to see, to decide if it's worth keep the hotel functioning or not. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, the decision will depends on lots of things. Now, if, I mean, I'm hoping that we can keep it running, Mm-hmm. For more than a year, mm-hmm. and if the wall will fall one day, this will become a museum to like a model of resistance by art, communicating through art. Mm-hmm. Humble Mumbles is a production of Rebecca Books LLC, an affiliate both bookstyle publications and barbarism. Music for this episode was provided by your humbly mumbling host recording ad hoc in the hotel museum.
Additional music by Philadelphia band Blown Away. Expect more episodes coming soon on Ottoman history, Jerusalem maps, and audio evidence of the Bad Activist Fringe Festival play in Philadelphia. Special thanks to Wissam Salsa and the Waldorf Hotel, Never Forget Radio, the Pollination Project, and the Puffin Foundation. And now, in honor of this podcast's more rough-hewn early pod days, we end as we ended circa 2014 with a rhyming exit poem. Art. What is art? Will we ever dart towards equilateral rights for all people? Humble Mumbles has no answers, but encourages the thought process rather than hewing blindly with swirly-eyed psychotic fire to the idea that only your imagined-to-be-monolithic group is the best. No one is the best. We are all potentially cool, and we work better in tandem. In tandem. This is the Humble Mumbles ethos. Thank you, and good night. It's actually ethos. This is the Humble Mumbles pronunciation guide. Thank you and good night. <laughs>